With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Board YouTube channel for Pick and Roll on a Monday morning where we have a first batch of in-season tournament elimination games. A single elimination challenge here in the NBA should provide some very fun content. We have two very good matchups that we are going to talk about, and there is a free pick that we have available for one of these two games that we're going to get to in just a second here. But it was another profitable week on the channel and on the show, so if you have been cashing in, you have been enjoying the shows, as always, please give us a bit of support by smashing that like button. We've had a ton of these streams Get to 100 plus likes. Let's try and do it again today as well. And as always, subscribe to the channel if you're new here for daily shows like this for NBA free picks. So usually Monday is for the big SGP. It is a bit of a smaller slate. So we are going to save the big SGP for when we have the big slate on Wednesday because, I mean, it just makes sense to go for the bigger days. And Friday as well, we'll have a bigger day. But only two games on the board today, one of which is the Boston Celtics and the Indiana Pacers, but the other is the game where we do have the official bet for today. It is the Pelicans against the Kings, and we are going, we have a lot of options for this one. We have an av- this one available at FanDuel, 365, and ESPN Bet, so wherever you bet, you'll get this. Uh, right now, it's minus 112 at FanDuel, it's plus 100 at Bet365, it is plus 113 at ESPN bet. It's Jonas Valanciunas, 10 plus points uh, and over six and a half rebounds. And De'Aaron Fox, over 21 and a half points. So two numbers on JV, one number on De'Aaron Fox. Let's go to Pips. Uh, honestly, this is two bets that involve JV, but the third one actually also involves JV for his defense, I'd say. But give us the handicap behind this play. So the, the first part is obviously uh, JV. I don't know, but somehow his track record against Sabonis is amazing. Uh, last six games against Sabonis covered in this in all six and with some additions. So he averaged 15 and a half and with 12 rebounds against Sabonis in the last six games, playing 27 minutes on the average, covered in all six of last games. And lately Sabonis is playing like 35 minutes uh, a game. They will need him to match the Sabonis sides. Uh, again, two games uh, lately that they played against the Kings. Sabonis play, uh, played like 28 minutes in both. First one was a blowout. He was on the way to play 28 minutes. And if you take a look at the historic numbers, like when Jonas is playing, JV, when he's playing 24 or more minutes, he covered both of these lines in 90% of the games. Like, with minutes, he's always doing great. In this matchup, he's always doing great. This is a big game. His minutes going up. They'll, they uh, they only have to match Sabonis' size inside. So even though Valanciunas' defense sucks in pick and rolls, he yeah. still has the size to defend Sabonis. And I think they will need him inside. But with more minutes for Jonas, uh, for JV, 
Fox will just try. Also, this is a single elimination game, so there is no chance Fox waits for four quarters to take over the game. Like he needs to be very aggressive from the early game. And yeah, they lost last two the last two games against the Pelicans. They played like two weeks ago. They lost both games. So I think we'll see Darren Fox being very aggressive from the start. Like it's always with him. Like he just needs to be like he's scoring like almost like 15, 16 average in the second half. The matter of time is like does he goes heavily into first half? I expect huge minutes. Like this is even like different environment compared to the playoffs. In playoffs, you have like you need to win four games. Like this is single elimination game, and I expect like 40 minutes, 38 plus minutes for for Fox. And this line is like okay, Herb Jones will guard him, yeah. But they will like single coverage in pick and rolls against uh, JV inside. Uh, they are Fox who smash. Also, last game against the Pelicans, he played 38 minutes and scored 26 points on below average shooting. So I just think this is a smash spot for both of these guys, and yeah, just. Looking forward to this playing tournament to see the minutes, but I think we'll see like playoff stuff, like seven seven man rotation with heavy minutes into the starters. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. We never we never had we've never had in season tournament elimination games before. These are regular season games, also, but like how are coaches going to play this one? Are they going to treat it like almost like a game seven where you're like they shrink the rotation heavily? Uh, are they going to treat it like a normal regular season game? These are going to be some some fun things I, to watch. I highly doubt anyone treat this as a regular season game. Maybe the first part some teams did, but now that's that's in the in the like semis and eliminations, quarterfinals. I think everyone play full minutes and everyone everyone tries now. Like okay. you know, I mean, some teams won some games like without trying. Now they are going to try because like it's a huge money for everyone in, in the organization. So. I think they yeah. will try 500k each is uh, is a nice little addition, and you're this close at this point. Uh, you may as well really go for it. These uh, the the quarterfinals, semifinals count towards regular season. By the way, the final does not. So that one is going to be, I think, a crazy one. I'm looking forward to that. But all these teams, all four today, are on their way, thinking for themselves. Hopefully, getting to that point. Let's talk about the other game involved as well. So it's the Celtics and the Pacers. Celtics. Opened at five. This one got down to four and a half. Now it's throughout the day has come up to five and a half, favoring the Boston Celtics. Part of that is, of course, the Tyrese Halliburton injury situation. He's questionable. Uh, but ooh, that's this the is only reason. One. Yeah, that's the only reason I didn't have the bet for that game. If Tyrese is out, Boston will yeah. just run through them. Yeah, that's uh, that. Yeah, the well, like well, earlier this season when they won by 50 easily. Yeah, Halliburton, it, when he's playing, the Pacers are the best defense, sorry, the best offense in the NBA. Uh, the second best offense in the NBA is whoever's playing against the Pacers because they cannot stop anything, especially a team with size yeah. like the Boston Celtics. So uh, yeah. the total in this game is 240. Honestly, like, oh, man. Or, sorry, it's 243. Uh, that's, that still feels like they can cover this one. But uh, matchup-wise, yeah, assuming Halford plays. Yeah, tell us about the game. The thing is, if Boston Celtics play this game like it's a playoff game and they tough, toughen up their defense, Pacers will have troubles. Yeah. I mean, they'll have troubles. I, I, I mean, I don't know if the spread is worth playing at five and a half anymore, but look, I even see some places starting to I get... Think- 
to six. The spread should be five and a half, even if Tyrese is playing. So if yeah. he's not playing, it should be like nine and a half at least. So I think it's worth playing, but it's a different, difficult part because it could be a close game if Tyrese is playing and the way he's playing lately, scoring 40 points without turnovers and 10 assists, it's crazy stuff. But if you compare the teams, like, yeah, but Celtics are just way, 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 way better team. So Yeah, this, that's, like, where I, that's where I kind of feel like if there's a shootout here where the Pacers games typically go that way, as much as the Pacers are more accustomed to it, like the Celtics are, are be- better built for this, this. Like we can handicap this like a playoff game. Like if we're talking with Pacers are a fun team, but it comes to playoffs, like, okay, when defense starts to matter a little bit more, are they still going to be as strong as this, assuming they they get to the playoffs? So, uh, yeah, you're shaking your head. I agree. So I think if Halliburton's in and this and like money immediately comes in on the Pacers, gets them to like four and a half, maybe even this goes to four. I think I'd can, I think I'd really I'm going to really consider playing the Celtics for this one. And uh, I, I honestly don't bet. see it moving towards Pacers at all. Like, even if like really? two Halliburton's are playing. No, really, if, like, if Halliburton is announced healthy playing, surely, like, there's some there's some immediate bets on the Pacers. You don't think so? I don't know. I, I, I think this is, like, the correct line if Tyrese is playing. Like, minus five, five and a half should be the line if Tyrese is playing. I think maybe someone knows something that he's playing – Everyone expects him to play okay. because it's a big game or something. Like maybe minus five. Okay. I think. So I will so also it, smile it, that it every, every sharp battle will love minus five for the boys. Okay. I think. Yeah. So so if if the Halliburton news comes in and you immediately see movement going towards the Celtics or going towards the Pacers, then if, we, we both say, agree uh, Celtics are a good spot to play. Yeah, I would say even with with uh, without Porzingis, when the shrink the roster shrink to like six seven players rotation, Boston Celtics are just going better yeah. to be better because they don't have like depth, but their best seven players are like yeah. the best in the league. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's a point we made for playoffs. So thinking about this like a playoff game, I think the Celtics are a really good look here. Um, also, when I'm looking at the props. Like I like every player from Pacers over, and I like every player from uh, uh, every Celtics. player from Celtics over, and every player from Pacers under. So that also could tell you, like in totals, how it will go. Like who is stopping yeah. Jason Tatum? Who is I, stopping Jalen Brown? Like I guess no once uh, Halliburton is announced in, I, I think he will be announced in. I think the uh, yeah the assumption is he will play, especially for a big game, like you said, uh, elimination game here. Um, it will be, I, I think it'll be good to see how the markets react to like the Celtics probably going to a seven man lineup if you think that's going to be the case, because yeah. in that case, more minutes for the starters. So, like, overs may be a good look, as you mentioned. But uh, I guess the yeah, same could be go ahead. Yeah, I expect Tatum, Drew Holiday, Brown, White to play like 40 minutes tonight. Yeah, but I'm looking at the numbers, I think it's been adjusted. For that at this point yeah. uh i mean the markets have had quite a bit of time I mean, to up here at now at this point this is like closing line value like yeah you know, maybe this is something changed in hollywood but market opened like 24 hours ago so yeah it, 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 i agree i think i saw tatum open at 28 and a half in some places so it's 30 it's, it's 31 and a half now like and 30 somewhere. yeah so yeah I <laughs> yeah so Perhaps the semifinals is where this could be somewhere to look as well, but also if 
Tatum blasts this line today, which he certainly can do, then maybe yeah. not uh, anywhere you can look. But uh, let's go to the other game as well. We have the Pelicans and the Kings. <laughs> you spoke about Fox. You spoke about JV. But overall matchup-wise, how do you see this one going down? Because the today, the Pelicans have taken on some money. Uh, when I woke up this morning, the line was plus four for the Pelicans. It's now three and a half. And even some minus three or plus threes are on the Pelicans now. Uh, what do you think has caused this move and uh, your thoughts on the matchup? This is 50-50 matchup. And I would also like to take four plus four if I had it. Uh, yeah, I think uh, this Pelicans team is pretty good. Now with Trey Murphy back, CJ McCollum, Ingram, uh, Zion. Yeah, yeah, I, I just think uh, JV playing amazing this season. And then you have hustlers like for defense, Herb Jones, Tyson Daniels, Najee Marshall. Like you have every, a bit of everything. Starters are a bit not a great cohesion for defense, but still they are very difficult to defend. And now you have like one pass away, Trey Murphy and Hawkins when Zion is on the ball or Jonas inside uh, posting up. So it's difficult to defend this team now. Like it's getting like they are legit great offensive team now. So whatever they can do on defense will be like just a plus side note. And they have so many hustlers on this team. Alvarado, Jason Daniels, Herb Jones, Nigel Marshall. Like those guys are pests. So their point of attack defense is great. They're playing drop coverage with big body with JV. So they are playing pranks. Some can miss some shots and that's it. But I think like they blown out earlier this season. Kings, it was a back-to-back for them. So it was yeah. difficult. The next game they play like... In regular conditions, to die today's race for both teams, Pelicans won without CJ, without Trey Murphy. Yeah, I think this is like this will be like a close game. But the Aaron Fox is the, the guy, so it will be like <laughs> yes. if he is getting there, like no one can stop him. So like I think overall maybe lean Pelicans, but Fox is Fox, so I'd say like 50-50 match. And uh, the over/under in this one is right now at. 237 so we're poised to see two very high scoring games today and i mean something to forget about the pelicans as much as they struggled at the end of last season to start the season for the first quarter third of the season they were a top two team in the west and then injuries have just absolutely killed this team so right now they're just getting healthy i think this is a tournament they're really going to feel like they can go win and uh, put something really nice on the resume for this franchise that hasn't really done much uh, since yeah. its inception, but yeah, I think they they will, both teams try very hard in this tournament. These two yeah. teams, like they'll play hard, like yeah, the Kings as well. I mean, like yeah. oh my God, the Kings haven't been good for like two decades. If they, obviously they came yeah. around last year, doing well this year, but so th- this is a big deal. Both fan bases would love to have this. Both sets of players would uh, love to have this as well. Uh, we'll go back for a couple of the comments here from the Celtics game. Uh, something I've mentioned, Dave Clark, that Indiana played well against Miami when they didn't have Halliburton earlier. It's been a weird trend in the NBA for the last year and a half, I'd say, with the best player getting injured and like it not really affecting the spread as much as it should. That's been consistent. There's been conversations. Is that down to like the guys trying harder or is it a different game plan the other team is not adjusting to? What do you think like the big reason for that is, Pips, that you see weird outcomes when a star player is out injured? I mean, like, if if you look at at this 
uh, example, I don't think that's a good example. Sorry for, for just not agreeing with the comment. But <laughs> earlier this season, Halliburton was out. They lost by 50 from, by, from the Celtics. And last game, yeah, they won against the Miami Heat. But Miami Heat without Tyler Hero, without Bam at the bio. Like, they, they, they had, like, Orlando Robinson, Kyle Lowry, Highsmith, and Duncan Robinson playing that's in the fair. starting five. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, tough. Like, that's tough. And also, they had tremendous shooting. Like, Obi Toppin shot four from five, from three. Like, crazy stuff. So, I mean, so, when there is not Tyrese Halliburton, they had Nemhard and TJ McConnell running the play. So, like, these guys are very good NBA players. So, like, they are not even close to scoring-wise to, to, to Tyrese Halliburton. But playmaking-wise, they are pretty good, especially TJ McConnell. Like, you can respect his three-point shot, but he can, like, organize the game, like, very well. He had 11 assists in that game. Double-double with 20 points, which is crazy, insane stuff. TJ McCall showing up with 20 and 11 when Halliburton is out. That's crazy. So, yeah, yeah. they have – the Pacers have the depth. Like, they have, like, solid 10 to 11 players that can – like, every night someone else shows up. But, yeah, uh, Miami Heat was without their two best players. So uh, That's fair enough. A uh, question here from, yeah. from uh, Deutsch World about Horford. And in the very high-paced game with the Pacers here, do you think Horford will be able to sustain that level? Yeah, I, I, as I said, I expect everyone from the starters to play big minutes, but this is not a game where you can play Horford big-time minutes. And whenever Miles Turner is not playing, I think they will go small. So, okay, yeah, you can't play Horford for like thirty minutes, more than 30 minutes, I, I think, in this pace, but we'll see. So, yeah, we'll see how they cope, uh, what's been planned there. All right. Those are the breakdowns games. Let's go to the previous day's bets. It was on the Friday. We had a winner on the match. We went back to Bancaro, who covered this before the end of the first half, I believe. Go figure, after we lost on him the game before. The Magic barely get over the line on the spread. Uh, the alternate spread, we had three and a half. They win by five points. They missed some free throws late, but doesn't punish us. Uh, so that was the winner. The losing bets were on Jakob Pertl. He is the loser on, he's the one leg that loses on the big SGP and his rebounds and assists line also goes over very late on in this game. Um, let's go to the winning play first. What was different about this one for Bancaro where he broke out scoring wise and how did the Wizards keep this one so close? Uh, not much to say about it. Just a bit more aggressive Bancaro and he's that shooting over 50% from three. Like, that they're the, the only difference, almost like all right. The the, the Wizards couldn't miss, like every shot was going in, they had some crazy shots. And Kuzma was playing amazing, like, and it's not a thing anymore. Like, he's playing great almost every game so far for the Wizards. Like, he's by far their best players, and he did great in this game. But Kara was just more aggressive and like he easily scored over this line. So, yeah, that's can't say much about it. Like, and this terrible to, I mean, like playing against the Wizards is always like weird game, like weird game environment. And Jake, I don't know, like, you, you watch the full game. Like, I can tell, leave you with well, that to you to yeah. tell against Jake Jacob. Well, like, obviously, like, yeah, the box out of Robinson was, was, was key there, but I mean, he was just devouring the glass. Like, he was so aggressive and rebounding. And for rebounding, like stuff just falls falls your way. Uh, from the assist handicap, like uh, I, I think he may have gotten. I don't. 
I actually turned off the game with two minutes left. I thought he finished with 12 uh, rebounds and assists, which also have been a loss, but uh, I, I, I don't think he got an assist in this game. So that was yeah, on point. He, yeah, he had one assist, last, last possession before. Okay, so it was, the yeah. game was done at that point. But like I spoke about <laughs> on stream, I said, uh, when we did this, I said, the first play of the game, they're going to look for a Pirtle lob inside to Barnes. Hopefully New York read it. They did read it. He had to kick out. However, they overread it, and he had to kick the Siakam for an open three. Uh, th <laughs> thankfully for the bet, not thanks for my team, but he missed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it just the rebounding here was very aggressive. Got it early. Um, Toronto didn't commit to going small, so this one just pushes over in the end. But uh, I mean, the yeah, handicap I mean, on the biggest speed was good. I mean, yeah, like he, I think. He played like three minutes without Robinson on the floor and got like four rebounds in, in that yeah, period. I, there was, yeah, that one. That it was insane. Well. Like like three straight possessions and Robinson comes in like press that ball next. Like, Yeah, and there were some plays where Perto would box out Robinson and Robinson would just reach over him and still get and the also, rebound. And also he got, I think, like two or three rebounds with just tipping, like, yeah, like going for yeah, it, it and tipping it and they gave it to him. Like they usually don't do it, but like it's okay. Like, I mean, we lost. So. Yeah, like, we lost it, but uh, a slight losing day uh, because of the big SGP loss as well. But overall, uh, oh, you want you want to add something on that? No, that I really just like, like lost. lost two bets on the same guy. Like, yeah, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but it was a profitable week, uh, up just under two units on the week. So it's been tons of success on the show this season. Uh, the full record on the season is that the show is up eighteen units. Uh, overall on the season, that's 12 or that's 10 units on the season. We're only a quarter of the way into the season. So uh, we hope to keep on going like this. If you guys are riding with, as always, subscribe to the channel. If you like what you saw from today's episode, please make sure you have smashed that like button. There is a free play that we have today that we'll recap just a second here, but we want to shout out here, uh, MT Ingresso watching from Brazil. Thank you so much for the support. Pick and roll is all over the world. Uh, I'm in North America. Pips is in Europe, but I'm in Canada. We got American fusers, South American fusers, everything. So thank you, everybody, who does support us and what we do on the channel. Okay, the one pick we have for today is in the Pelicans and Kings game. It's a minus 112 SGP at Fandle, which we'll track it at. But if you have 365, play it there at plus 100. If you have ESPN bet, play it there at plus 113 when we gave it out. But it's JV, Jonas Valanciunas, 10 plus points, over six and a half rebounds and deer and Fox over 21 and a half points on the three leg SGP because it's a small slate, no big SGP Monday, but the big slate on Wednesday does favor a big SGP. So tune in this week for all the shows that we have more in season tournament betting tomorrow, big SGP, big slate on Wednesdays and Fridays. And we're back to also for the in season stuff on Thursday as well. So thank you everybody. Me and Piz are back here. Same time tomorrow. We hope to see you there on pick and roll. <laughs>